Hey guys, welcome to Red Stain with Marima Kinyanji, aka Jojo. Have you been, guys? I know it's been a minute, but we're back, 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 back. Um, so while I've been away, I've just been spending time thinking about what more I could do and also addressing a few technology challenges that I've been having, but that won't stop us. So we're back and today I want us to talk about something that's very common among women and I think it's so common that it's almost a shrug, you shrug it off, like you can easily shrug it off and I've had it uh, being spoken about, I mean in hush hush tones since I was a kid and that's fibroids. So today we'll be doing seven facts that you should know about uterine fibroids. So number one, facts that you should know about uterine fibroids is that 80%, according to the National Institute of Health, 80% of women will develop uterine fibroids at some point in their lives. I think that's a big number. <laughs> so this is to say you're not alone if you have fibroids. Um, most women don't experience symptoms and because they are usually benign or non-cancerous tumors, most people don't even know they have fibroids. And this is true because um, one of the people that I know, um, we had gone to hospital she was having a baby and she happened to have a c-section and so as they were removing the baby the doctor was like oh there's a fibroid here you know <laughs> it's not even funny but he was so nonchalant about it um that us guys ended up laughing because how could you be so nonchalant about something like that and he you know he removed it and so this means possibly she's had it for a while but never had symptoms never had anything in fact the entire time she was pregnant never knew there was a fibroid there and wouldn't have known if she hadn't done a c-section so um yeah so most women don't know if they have so fact number two is there's only one kind of fibroid so you hear them being given many names like myomas leiomyomas uterine myomas uterine fibroids fibromas but it's all different names for one thing and so a fibroid is a rubbery mass of tissue that arises out of the muscular part of your uterus so it forms its own um mass outside of your uterus and so there's only one kind so they're not like different kinds of fibroids there's only one kind of uterine fibroid number three fact number three is they come in different shapes and sizes so it depends on <laughs> yours um you could have a small one, you could have big ones, you could have many, you could have one. 
they, they come in any shape and any size and are classified according to now the location of the uter where they are in the uterus so that would have them um get different names but they're all the same they're just being named differently because of their locations in your uterus um fact number four they may or may not cause symptoms so you remember when i was saying there are people who may have fibroids but they don't experience symptoms there are people who actually experience symptoms of having fibroids so symptom number one which is usually the most common is heavy bleeding during your menstrual period and periods that last more than a week so the normal for your period is four to five days so if it goes beyond that it's um not normal then pain or pressure in your pelvic region um and then frequent urination and difficulty emptying your bladder constipation then back or leg pain so those are usually the common symptoms and then it can easily cause anemia because of the excessive bleeding or when you have like a large fibroid it can cause your uterus to um, be out of shape or make it difficult to maintain a pregnancy and also if it's somewhere that's blocking your fallopian tube or it's interfering with your reproductive cycle then pregnancy can now be difficult yeah so those are some of the symptoms and you know because it doesn't exhibit symptoms for some people most women end up finding out they have fibroids and they came for something different so they went to see the gyna for something different and then along the way they're diagnosed with it so number five is diagnostics so it's usually done through an ultrasound or other imaging studies so that's usually the most common way to diagnose it number six fact number six the causes for fibroids are still not known to date however there are some risk factors that um, make you more prone to having fibroids so risk factor number one is family history of fibroids so if people in your family have had fibroids or the likes then you're more susceptible to it then early onset of periods like if you had your period when you are almost you know reproductive health begins from nine upwards like for adolescents and you were in the team nine year olds with um with a period so it means you got your period early um obesity um and if you're on a diet that's high on red meat and very few vegetables and use of alcohol use of alcohol so the the thing that is known about fibroids is that they have their own genetic makeup even though they come from your uterine walls and they have more oestrogen and progesterone receptors so that means they are highly responsive to your female hormones that are produced every month to prepare your uterus for pregnancy so it means with every month that your uterus is preparing for pregnancy then they um, respond to the hormones and then end up growing 
so the hormones promote growth of fibroids um fact number seven which is last but not least is treatment so um before all this medical expertise came into play hysterectomy was like the leading cause uh, the leading cure rather so hysterectomy is the removal of your uterus so they would actually remove your uterus to deal with fibroids however we thank god for <laughs> medical advancement so now there are options such as hormonal medication which now um, manipulates your hormones to reduce the bleeding and possibly shrink your fibroids but does not entirely re- like get rid of them they just shrink um, secondly is birth control pills to control the bleeding and then option number three is if the fibroids are becoming um, if they're becoming um, if they're interfering with your life yeah if they're interfering with life or like the pain is too much then you can have surgical removal of the fibroids and still have your uterus left intact so they go in and make a few incisions and remove the fibroids and then you get to continue with life yeah so those are the seven facts about fibroids and i think for me as i keep learning about all these things about our reproductive health and even this is important for men in as much as it's important for women because we live in a society where we rely on each other you know you're going to get married to a woman your sister is a girl your mom is a woman so it would be best if you're more informed about these things earlier on other than having to be informed later when they're dealing with something and then um i think the second thing for me that's important it's the importance of seeing a gynecologist just for health sake for health sake like just as a part of taking care of your body just see a gynecologist and ladies i know this for us is very um almost complicated because specialists are not usually covered like on medical cover nhif doesn't cover specialists so it only covers generalists like this is something that's not even acknowledged as a medical necessity um but just to be able to find a way to see again at least twice a year would be great and then you know you'd keep yourself in good health and good order i hope this has been insightful especially for us who have friends who've had fibroids or people who around us are going through it or have this and we seemingly don't understand and so just to gain more understanding on the issue yes and um it's been lovely (laughs) talking to you guys see you next time